The evening reading for January 15th is Genesis chapter 36, 37, and 38. So, chapter 36, here we go. Now these, the generations of Esau, who Edom, Esau took his wives of the daughters of Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Aholibama, Aholibama, <laughs> the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Zibion, the Hivite, and Bashemath, Ishmael's daughter of Nebahoth, and Ada bar to Esau, Eliphaz, and Bashemath bear rule, <coughs> and Aholibama bear Jewish, and Jalam, and Korah. Yeah, that's not hard to pronounce. These, the sons of Esau, which were born unto him in the land of Canaan. And Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all the persons of his house and his cattle and all his beasts and all his substance, which he had got in the land of Canaan and went into the country from the face of his brother Jacob. For their riches were more than they might dwell together. And the land herein they were strangers could not bear them because of their cattle. Thus dwelt Esau in Mount Seir, Esau, Edom. So, like, it means Esau is Edom. <laughs> These, the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites in Mount Seir. These, the names of Esau's sons. El Eliphaz, the son of Ada, the wife of Esau. Ruel, the son of Bashemath, the wife of Esau. And the sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, 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 Zepho, and Gatam, and Kenaz. And Tima, or Timnah was concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son, and she bare to Eliphaz, Eliphaz Amalek. These the sons of Ada, Esau's wife. And these the sons of Rule, Nahath and Zerah, Shema and Miz Mizah. These were the sons of Bashemath, Esau's wife. And these were the sons of Aholibamath, the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Zibion, Esau's wife. And she bare to Esau. Jeush and Jalam and Korah. These dukes of the sons of Esau, the sons of El Eliphah, the firstborn of Esau, Duke Timian, Duke Omar, Duke Zepho, Duke Kezon, Duke Korah, Duke Jatam, and Duke. Amalek. These, the
the dukes of Eliphaz in the land of Edom, these the sons of Adah. Adah. And these the sons of Ruel, Esau's son, Duke Nahath, Duke Zerah, Duke Shammah, Duke Mizah, these the dukes of Ruel in the land of Edom. These the sons of Bashmath, Esau's wife. And these the sons of Aholibamath, Esau's wife, Duke Jewish, Duke Jalam, Duke Korah. These are the dukes of Aholibama, the daughter of Anna, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Esau, who is Edom, and these are their dukes. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, who inhabited the land, Lotan and Shobal and Zibion and Anaha, and Dishon and Ezer and Dishan. These the dukes of Horites, the children of Seir in the land of Edom. And the children of Lotan were Hori and Himem, and Lotan's sister Timia, Timna. And the children of Shobal, these Avalan and Manahath and Ebal, Shifo. And Anam. Getting updates from Anchor as I'm recording Anchor. I should probably turn my sound off. These are the children of Zibion, both Ajha and Anna. Anha. This Anha that found the mules in the wilderness as he fed the asses of Zibion, his father, and the children of Anha. These, Dishon and Ahol, Ibamath, the daughter of Anha. These are the children of Dishon, Hemdan and Ishban and Itran and Keshran. The children of Ezar are these. Bilhan and Zizan and Akan, the children of Dishan, these Uz and Aran, these the dukes of Horites, Duke Lotan, Duke Shabal, Duke Zibion, Duke Anha, Duke Dishan, Duke Ezer, Duke Dishan, or Dishon and Dishan, sorry, these the dukes of Horai among their dukes in the land of Seir. And these are the kings that reigned in the land of Edom before there reigned any king over the children of Israel. And Bela the son of Beor reigned in Edom, and the name of his city was Denhaba. And Bela died and Jobab the son of uh, Jobab, the son of Zerah of 
Bozara reigned in his stead, and Jobab died, and Husham of the land of Timani reigned in his stead. And Husham died, and Hadad the son of Bedad, who smote Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his stead. And the name of his city, Avith, and Hadad cried, and Samla of Mashrika reigned in his stead, and Samla died in Swool of Rehoboth, the river resided in his stead, and Saul, Saul, Saul died, and Balahanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his stead, and Balahanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Hadar reigned in his stead. The name of his city, Pau, and his wife's name, Mehetabel, the daughter of Matrid, the daughter of Mezhab, and these are the names of the dukes of Esau according to their families after their place by their names, Duke Tim Timna, Duke Ava, Alva, Duke Jetheth. Duke Aholibamath, Duke Allah, Duke Pinion, Duke Kenaz, Duke Temen, Duke Mizbar, Duke Magdala, Duke Aram, these of Adam, according to their habitants in the land of their possessions, he is Esau, the father, father of the Edomites. So, I know this could totally be wrong, but I thought about it. I thought about this when I was little. I remember, like, falling asleep thinking about this. But, so, I got the Bible that I'm reading when I was 13, and that Amazon Bible, um, or sorry, not Amazon Bible, goodness, um, I ordered a Bible off Amazon that I thought was going to be an original translation. It, um, it was not which is really disappointing because Oxford's the publisher, so you'd think that Oxford would be reputable to stay to the truth, but they're not. Surprise, surprise. Um, anyway, but I I've, I read this when I this this Bible when I was younger, and I remember getting to the lineage parts, and I'd, I'd read through them. My dad always said, "You're not gonna want to, but go ahead and do it. There's a reason it's in there. Go ahead and read it." So I was like, "What if? Just what if? All of these names, like." the meanings of them are something that corresponds to something else like what what if this is what if this is parts of the body or or some kind of scientific thing and they're not actually people it's just a little thinking outside the box but you never know that's that's kind of the the thing that i'm trying to do uh other than just reading through the bible going through genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 and starting off and trying to fully understand um, the meaning of names, the meaning of, of the way verbs are placed and stuff like that. And then cross-reference the Genesis story with other creation stories and, and try to find the truth that, that God sent us. So 
Uh, thank you for listening to chapter 36. I'm so sorry for butchering those names so bad. Um, I'm going to just, I'll start chapter 37 now. <laughs> chapter 37. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These the generations of Jacob. Joseph, seventeen years old, was feeding, feeding the flock with his brethren, and laid with the sons of Bilhah, and the lad <laughs> with the sons of Bilhah. That is a totally different sentence. Okay. And with the sons of Zilphah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought forth his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he, the son of his old age, he made a coat, a coat of colors, and when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him, and could not speak peaceably upon him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told his brethren, and they hated him yet more. He said unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we binding sheaves of wheat, and lo, my sheaf arose and stood up right, and behold, your sheaves stood around about and made obeisance to thy sheaf. And his brethren said unto him, Thou shalt indeed reign over us, for shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obedience, obedience to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, What this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee on the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed and the saying. And his brethren went to feed their father's flocks, flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed in Shechem? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said to him, here I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether to be well with thy brother, brethren, and well with the flock, and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain mound found him, man found him, and behold, wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where thy feed, where they feed. And the man said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went afar, his brethren, and found them in Dothan. And when he saw them afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh, come now before, and let us lay, slay him, and cast him 
into some pit, and we will say some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will come of his dreams, what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard, and he delivered him unto their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, Shed not blood, cast him into this pit, that in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat of colors that, that on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit empty, no water in it, and they sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold a company of Ishmaelites, came from Galead with their camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh going to carry down to Egypt. And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and tell not our hand or and let not our hand be upon him. For he, our brethren, our flesh, and his brethren were content. Then there passed by Mid Midamites, merchants, merchant men, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Mishmaelites for twenty of silver. And they brought Joseph into Egypt, and Reuben returned into the pit, and behold, Joseph not in the pit. And he rent his clothes. And he returned unto him his brethren and said, The child is not. And I, whither I shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of colors. And they brought to their father and said, This have we found. Know now whether it thy son's coat or not. And he knew it, and he said, My son's coat, an evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many, many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be com comforted, and he said, for I will go down into the grave upon my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him, and the Midamites sold him into Egypt unto Pitathor, Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's captain of the guard. Chapter 38 And it came to pass... At that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned to a certain Adulamite whose name was Hira. And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name Shua. And he took her and went in unto her, and she conceived and bare a son, and she called his name Ur. And she conceived again, and bare a son, and she called his name Onan. And she yet conceived, and bare a son, and called his name Ishmael. And he was at 
Chezib when she bare him. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. And Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord slew him. And Judah said unto Onan, Go in thy brother's wife and marry her. Go unto thy brother's wife and marry her, and raise up seed to thy brother. And Onan knew that the seed should be should not be his, and it came to pass when he went in unto his brother's wife that he spilled on the ground, lest he should give his seed to his brother. And the thing which he did displeased the Lord, wherefore he slew him also. Then said Judah to Tamar, has his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow at thy father's house, Tell Shelah, my son, be grown, for he said, least preadventure he die also, as his brethren. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house. Um. What? So. I know, I know God. Like, you know God. I know God. We all know God. Um, He, he doesn't do this i don't think that this story is supposed to be taken literally specifically right here i mean it could be but i really don't think so i think there's more to it than what is written here and there needs to be more understanding and i think this is why jesus specifically said this stuff shouldn't be taught to children you need to spend time and learn it because like if if you give this chapter to somebody who doesn't know christianity whatsoever doesn't have any religion and you're like here this is part of the book that i read this is the first part and we don't pay much attention to it but it's still there to pay attention to if you want to and they read i mean that's verse that's one through eleven that is eleven verses in and you're like what what you're telling me that this is how y'all do things or did things goodness like oh Ur's not good he's wicked so God's just gonna kill him and then Judah said to Onan his second son hey go marry your sister-in-law try to have a baby with her so that she so that my firstborn even though he died can have a kid I don't think that that's what this is supposed to mean I think there's more to it than that honestly but I guess I digress uh, and move on. <laughs> and in the process of the time, the daughter of Shua, Judah's wife, died. And Judah was comforted and went up into unto his sheep shears to Timnath. He and his friend Hira, the Adulamite, and it was told... Tamar, saying, Behold, thy father-in-law goeth up to Timnath to shear his sheep. <clears throat> and she put her widow's garments off from her, and covered her with a veil, and wrapped herself, and sat in an open place, which by way to Timnath. For she saw that Shelah was grown, and she was not given unto him to wife. When Judah saw her, he thought her a har an harlot, because she had covered her face. And he turned unto her by the way, and said, Go to, I pray thee, let me come in unto thee, 
for he knew not that she, his daughter-in-law, and <clears throat> and she said, What wilt thou give me that thou mayest come in unto me? And he said, I will send a kid from the flock. And she said, Will thou give me a pledge till thou send it? And he said, What pledge shall I give thee? And she said, Thy signet and thy bracelet and thy staff that is in hand. And he gave her and came in unto her, and she conceived by him. And she arose and went away and laid by her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Judah sent the kid by the hand of his friend, the Adulamite, to receive pledge from the woman's hand. But he found her not. Then he asked the men of the place, saying, Where the harlot that openly by the wayside? And they said, There was no harlot in this. And he returned to Judah and came and said, I cannot find her. And also the men of the place said, There was no harlot in this. And Judah said, Let her take to her, lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this kid, and thou hast not found her. And it came to, to pass about three months later that it was told Judah, saying, Tamar, thy daughter-in-law, hath played the harlot, and also, behold, she with child by Hurdom. And Judah said, Bring her forth, and let her be burnt. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, By the man whose these are, I with child, and she discern, I pray thee, whose these, the signet, the bracelet, and staff. And Judah acknowledged and said, She hath been more righteous than I, because that I gave her not to Shelah my son, and he knew her again no more. And it came to pass in the time of her travail that behold twins in her womb. And it came to pass when she traveled that that put out his hand, and the midwife took and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass as as he drew back his hand that behold his brother came out, and she said. How hast thou broken forth? Breach upon thee, therefore his name be called Pharez. And afterward came out his brother that had the scarlet thread upon his hand, and his name called Zerah. Okay. I don't know how to feel right now. This has to be like... Again, thinking about when this was written and then who it was written by uh, originally, this story, this story has to be like a story of the stars or something. Like there, there is a moral, I guess, of of stick to your word. You can get that from this, but at the same time, there is so much in this story that's like. Why would I want to learn from this specific story? Um, why would God want me to know this? So I really think that there's more to this story. So if anyone has any thoughts and ideas on that, let me know. I would love to hear it. And that concludes the evening reading for January 15th.
goodness.